It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on 8. Yeah, I know. But that's 8 floors up. That's like 8 times... I don't... A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash choose blue by December 11th. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine, and I appreciate you listening to this podcast. Subscribe iTunesAudioBoom.com. Thank you so much for listening. Please listen, share on social media. I'm on Twitter at James Erpine. You can find me on Facebook. And I appreciate you for listening to this podcast. We're going strong all offseason. It's offseason day one as the Bengals had their their final meetings and, and, and had their final exit and they were cleaning out their locker yesterday. Man, oh, man. Sometimes you, you, you look at, at a situation and, and you look at how things are going and they seem to be going well and then – you relapse or you take three steps back after you've taken two steps forward. And and, and you're going to see a lot of that, by the way, with, with the people that go to the gym for like the first month of the new year, and then they stop for the rest of the year. But anyways, and that, that's what happened today with Adam Jones. Uh, Bengals cornerback Adam Pacman Jones arrested on misdemeanor charges, one felony charge. I'm not going to get into the charges. You know, it's, it's, overall, it's four charges. He's denying it. He was in court this morning at 9 a.m., was, has been given a $37,500 bond from what I've seen. So we'll, we'll get get into that as it goes. He's due back in court 10 days from now, January 13th. But from a football side, that's what you care about. That's fine. And, and we that's what we're going to talk about here. From a football side, Adam Jones, that there's so many angles to this, and there's so much in how it relates to the Bengals. One, it's safe to say Adam Jones will be suspended next year for at least one game. Regardless if he's guilty, not guilty, him being in the news like this, I I would assume Roger Goodell would suspend him for one game. So that's the first thing. Second thing is Adam Jones is 33 years old. And Adam Jones, like it or not, love love his play, hate his play. He is not a great player anymore. He's a good player, but he's not a great player. How will that impact the Bengals' decision? Should they move on to get rid of a headache? If they cut him... And by the way, he's due, uh, due six, $6,333,333. They would save nearly $7 million overall. They'd have $1.3 million in dead money next year. But is his play worth this? He's turned things around. We've seen him deliver 
bikes to school children and, and do stuff in the community. And, and I ultimately, I've, I was around him briefly this year when I was in the locker room, got to talk to him some. I do think Adam Jones is a good guy. And I, I do think that he has changed based on people that have been around him much closer to him earlier in his career, people that I've talked to versus now. But ultimately, he's a 33-year-old cornerback in the National Football League with a pretty hefty contract. And yes, he's played well, and he played pretty good last year. I think he played better the second half of the year. But man, oh man, yesterday I said, what did I say? I said the theme of the offseason is to not be afraid to move on from veteran players. The theme. And what the hell does one of their veteran players, a leader, a supposed leader in the locker room do, but get in trouble with hotel security? Basically, he was knocking on doors at the Millennium Hotel downtown Cincinnati. Security stopped him. And I, I don't know if it was like a ding-dong ding dong ditch type of thing that you played when you were a kid, which whatever, there, that, there's humor in that. I, I don't know if he's intoxicated. I'm not going to speculate on any of that stuff. But hotel security came up, tried to stop him. He pushed one of the security guards, allegedly poked one of them in the eye, eye and uh, police were called, and uh, that one thing led to another, yada, yada, yada. So that's where it started. And ultimately, 33-year-old cornerback, is he worth the headache? He's one of the leaders of the defense. There's no question. Is that the guy you want, wanting to be a leader? I'm not sure. The redemption story made sense. The guy who, who got together and changed his life, and he's so thankful for Marvin Lewis. By the way, Marvin Lewis, all he's done is stuck his neck out for Adam Jones. 2010 on protected Adam Jones, helped Adam Jones, got through the off the field when he he got in trouble a couple years ago back in 2013, got through that. Last year it seemed like, wow. And then he finally got that contract, and he's a leader in the locker room, and the media would flock to him for quotes every time he spoke in the locker room, every time there was 18 people around him because they knew he was a leader. And then this happens. Anytime... Sometimes, like in life, there are people that they take three or four steps, five steps forward, and then they take a step back. They take five, six, seven, eight steps forward, and they take a step back. Or they take two steps back, or they take five steps back, and they can't get out of their own way. And I'm not saying it's Adam Jones, but it's, it's pretty easy to see. And, and I'm, I feel completely comfortable in saying this. 33-year-olds shouldn't be getting in trouble like this. No, shouldn't happen. I'm not 33. Ain't no way in hell I'm getting in trouble like this. And if I am, you can quote me. It's just one of those things. And I know he's compared to what he could have been and compared to where his career was, he's light years ahead of it, and he's way more mature. And he, But at some point, when is enough enough? When is the headache? And I talked about this, in all fairness, I talked about this with Vontez Perfect earlier in the year. Is the headache that comes with the player worth everything that comes with it. Off-the-field issues, much more serious to me, in my opinion, than the on-the-field. Vontez Perfect never had any off-the-field. It's on-the-field with him. Adam Jones, it's another off-the-field. And he's not 26. He's not in his prime. He's still good. He's a freak athlete. But he's not in his prime anymore. To me, it might 
be time to move on from Adam Jones, just like I feel like it's time to move on from Doma Tapeco and Ray Maluga and Margus Hunt and these guys, maybe Michael Johnson, just guys that eh, you can move on from and maybe you can do better. And yeah, you might not be able to get a lot better than Adam Jones, but I don't think you're going to get a lot worse. You save $6 million, $7 million, give that to Dre Kirkpatrick. You have Darquez Denard and William Jackson III. I think you would survive without Adam Jones, and I think that goes without saying. His punt return capabilities, it it doesn't matter because Alex Erickson's got those. So ultimately, you look at this situation, this scenario, uh, it might be Adam Jones couldn't get out of his own way, and it cost him a lot of money. I think there's a spot in the league for Adam Jones. I'm not sure moving forward. It's with the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Follow me on Twitter at James Rapine. And again, I, I don't think I'm being too harsh here or mean to Adam. I'm looking at it logically. And Chad Johnson, who's my favorite Bengals player of all time, probably my favorite NFL player ever. Why is he? Why was he out of the league when he was? Because he got in trouble off the field. Because the headache that came with Chad wasn't worth the production. Or the production that came with Chad wasn't worth the headache. I should phrase that better. At some point, if Adam Jones keeps getting in trouble, the production won't be worth the headache. Marvin Lewis woke up this morning at 6 a.m., turned on his TV or read his newspaper or went online, and he saw his defensive leader saw his mugshot, and he's, he's seen that before. We, we all know the jailbird Bengals from 05 to 07 and how they had like 18 arrests. I get that. This isn't that team. The culture is different. And at some point, Marvin Lewis is going to get tired of it. He did with Chad. I'll note this and note this and think about this. The last time the Bengals had an underachieving year, they moved on. They moved on from a variety of players. One was Chad Johnson. The Bengals' best, in my opinion, the best Bengals wide receiver in history. Now, I know that's debatable. You could say A.J. Green. Others say Isaac Curtis. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's your point. That's fine. Get it. They moved on from him. They traded him. Boom. Can't deal it with it anymore. Not listening to you. I don't want you to mess with our young wide receiver that we're going to draft in A.J. Green. By the way, do they or do they not? Do they or do they not have... One, Darquez Denard, two, a really young corner, and William Jackson the third. It's it's not the the same scenario, but to me, Marvin has done it before. Adam Jones has been very productive, but he costs a decent amount, and ultimately not gonna be able to trade him. I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals moved on because Marvin's stuck his neck out for him, just like he did with Chad for so many years. And then at some point, the act gets old. And I don't think it's an act with Pac-Man, and I think he's very genuine, honestly, and I think he loves football. And ultimately, who knows how serious these allegations are, if they're true, who knows? And I'm not saying they are. But if you're Marvin Lewis, you wake up this morning and you see your 33-year-old defensive back that you just signed a three-year, $22 million deal with last season, you can't like that. You can't like it at all. And I would not be shocked. In fact, I don't think anybody would be shocked if the Bengals moved on from him this offseason. Follow me on Twitter, at James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. And I have some good news. My guy, Joe Goodberry, and I are 
discussing right now. It looks like in a, in a couple weeks we're going to recap each and every Bengals player. We're going to do a couple players a day and, and recap their season. So we'll dive into the Andy Daltons. We'll also dive into the Cody Cores, Russell Bodines. And just for three or four minutes, talk about them. And, and we'll release a couple a day, uh, one offensive player, one defensive player. We'll get all the starters in for sure, and then we'll dive into draft talk. Because to me, the Bengals should have 11 to 13 picks. I think they can get 11 total without trading A.J. McCarron with with the compensatory selections that they're going to be due from Marvin Jones and the other free agents they lost last season. And and I think that they should trade A.J. McCarron. So we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Because I think the A.J. McCarron thing is interesting. Because yesterday he pretty much said, hey, yeah, I want to trade. He didn't say it like that, and it wasn't demanding, but he said he wanted to play, and it's pretty clear that he wouldn't, and he's not going to be a starting quarterback here with the Bengals. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Rapine. Subscribe, audioboom.com, iTunes. Like um, my Facebook page, James Rapine on Facebook. Also, Locked on Bengals on Twitter, at Locked on Bengals, so check that out as well. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.